0: Welcome to the Reading Aloud podcast,
1: a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time
0: by a real couple. That's us. And
1: a baby. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. Yeah. One out of 14. How badly do you not want to be recording a podcast right
0: now? A 14 being like the most not want to record depends uh i'll say uh, nine
1: okay listeners i promise you that we're gonna have a good podcast anyways because i'm gonna lead the conversation you want me to be honest though that's that's just honest yeah okay anyways we can get into that next year (laughs) all (laughs) right last podcast of 2020 it is new year's eve and we're home
0: what else is new? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty bummed cuz last night we were supposed to go dancing. Yeah,
0: and well, last night was our night out, but you know, we were always planning on a solid 10:45 bedtime tonight.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um do you did you know that there were three DJs and no cover and it was at a local's place and it just was going to be great? Uh,
0: yeah, I knew it was going to be awesome. It I could feel be. it from the beginning. Damn. Yeah. Damn
1: that makes me so mad. Yeah,
0: well, it didn't happen.
1: Uh-huh. It was like New Year's Eve Eve, which is I, I start. I'm calling it the the Mama's Eve.
0: Mama's Eve. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cuz I started calling it Grandma's Eve, but then I was like, eh, not quite.
0: Grandma's Eve is like Christmas Eve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's Eve is, is is different. Okay. So anyways, um I don't want to make this super big and heavy because yeah. it could encompass 364 days and 12. 20, how many hours? Sure. Say what? 364 days and. 20 oh, you want to recap? Uh, no, our I word. don't. Okay. I don't. I just want to talk about our word of the year from 2022. Got it. <laughs> from 2022. It. Yeah. S- and how it like how'd it go? Yeah. Okay. So it's Great. a little bit of a recap, but not a long one.
0: I hear you. Can do, you be quick?
1: Yeah. Do you remember mm. my? I know my. Okay. I I know my word, but do you remember what all the acronyms were for? Was, I do not. It was a very Gemini. I do not. Me neither. So I pulled out my journal. <laughs> great. All right. My word of the year was propel. What was Love your word? that word. Oh, you do.
0: I just yeah, I think it's great. And yours? Learn.
1: Uh huh. Mine meant. The acronym was pace. Rest, openness, pleasure, ease, and love. Interesting. Can
0: you repeat slower and say your word first?
1: Propel. Acronym PACE, REST, Openness, Pleasure, Ease, and Love. Yeah, nailed it.
0: I'm curious to hear your recap. Mm
1: -hmm. that you know the word itself propel and I remember at the beginning of the year being like I'm not talking about like going crazy and doing everything and not resting I'm like actually the words inside of it are uh, words that are more akin to rest and gratitude and spaciousness that will then allow me to propel in my life and I don't know if we've said this on the podcast but this has been a really great year for me yeah it's really hard for me to say
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: for two reasons. One, because I know it's not been a great year for you. I appreciate
0: you saying that, by the way, because mm. I think that that's, that's the vulnerability piece right there. Admitting that it was a good year for you mm-hmm. and that being hard to say. That's mm. being vulnerable. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: A lot of people associate vulnerability with like disclosing something. I really struggled this year. Oh, thank you for being... And that is a vulnerable... That can be very vulnerable, but I'm letting myself shine. I'm celebrating myself is a big aspect of vulnerability, mm-hmm. so thank you for just saying, and that's hard for me to share because that's a that's a key piece right there.
1: Mm-hmm. thanks for saying that. I think it's hard for me to say because I know that you didn't have a great year, and I think I propelled. I think that I grew leaps and bounds. Um, You know, I've, I've said this often, like maybe that it's like last year was such a difficult year, like the hardest year of my entire life, that it's like that rebound feeling when you're done being sick. And you're like, I've never felt better. But really, it's just you Comparing, back to normal. Yeah, back to normal or comparing yourself or even maybe less than normal, but comparing yourself to what it's like to be in the uh, depths of despair and sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, but you know, I had a great business year. I had my best business year yet. And I just feel like mentally, physically, emotionally, I was really stable. I was really connected to my body. Um, I listened to my body a lot, which means, I don't know, I didn't do a lot of overriding, which really plays into rest. Um, I was open to new ideas and experiences. I I mean, you know, we talk about balance being sort of a bullshit thing because you're never in balance. You're always just moving around with this desire to find center, but not, you know, you don't do it desperately. You, like, go here and you pendulum swing there and whatnot. But I do. I mean, I feel like I I found center. Um, I don't know about experiencing a lot of pleasure, you think I experienced I don't think I experienced like a particularly large amount of pleasure.
0: No, I don't think so because I still think the responsibility of having a, a baby going into a toddler this year um you know still was major if not the most major factor.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that won't change next year. Yeah. But there was some normalization to that. For sure.
1: For sure. And I experienced pleasure in that normalization. But no, I wouldn't say I experienced a lot of pleasure. Um, travel brings me pleasure. Long chats with you bring me pleasure. Yeah. Sitting on a beach quietly brings me pleasure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ease and love. Well, I fell so much more in love with my baby.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was special. Best.
1: Yeah. What about you? What about learning? Everything you thought I'd be in more?
0: <laughs> well, I think... <laughs> I think I had a perception of what I thought the word meant going into it. You know, I went into it imagining that I would expand a whole new kind of like professional work area for myself. Um, I thought that I wanted to kind of push myself in the sense of like learning new skills, learning new ideas, um, learning new, you know, just kind of opening up, getting back to a place where I was uh, being more of a learner, being more of a soaker up of information and ideas and listening a lot and learning a lot as I tried to birth something new. Um, And that, you know, that was kind of the intention that I went in with it. That being said, the word learn was incredibly impactful. I will say that this year's word of learn I have probably been most connected to in the past probably four or five years than any other of my more recent words. This word was very present. I thought about it weekly if not almost daily. Um, Can't certainly say every day but definitely weekly I thought about my word of the year. Um, It was very present in my life and I learned many, 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 many lessons this year. They were not easy lessons. Um, It was not an easy year for me. It was probably one of the more difficult years that I've had. I felt really lost this year. I felt that I was in a place of lack of of purpose, lack of creativity, feeling really stuck, and not being able to vision or to imagine um, a way out.
1: Do you? Can I ask you a question about that?
0: Yeah. Do you
1: feel like your mom's death was insult to injury, or do you feel like it was sort of a like, of course, that was something that you know, like that happening this year wasn't. You know, we weren't expecting it, and we were, but like, you know, that it was sort of like, yeah, that was part of this year.
0: I was having a conversation with a friend today about it, and you know, the way that I've come to think so. My mom died near the end of the year, um, right before Thanksgiving. And it also happened right as there were, like, a couple other major events in my life that were, you know, of mixed reviews. Like, a a couple other big things happened, let's just say. And mom's death was, was tragic, was unimaginably sad and heartbreaking and painful and... My grief is still very present um, in my everyday, um, and I experience it every day. In relation to, like, learn and in relation to the year, which is what we're talking about, it it was opportunity. It was something that was a release. It was something that gave me the purpose, you know, helped me... Come out of the space that I had been in all year. Mm -hmm. That's just how it has settled Mm -hmm. into my life is this is an opportunity and it served as that opportunity through, you know, your parents leave like this big shadow over your life. And I've realized like as mom has passed only when they pass does that shadow lift and then when it lifts and it shadow might be the wrong word but like shadow not in like a dark and mysterious mischievous kind of way or like um, dark and deceitful kind of way but shadow just as like you're in there you know you are. You're in their shadow. I don't know how else to say it. I understand. But only when she passed did that lift. And with that lifting provided, which is why I use the word opportunity. It's a reminder of do I, what do I do with this legacy in relation to my own life? How do I carry on who they were as who I am? Those questions that opportunity was really powerful for me in that moment at the end of this year one of the more difficult years of my life where I felt lost where I felt no purpose where I felt really stranded and alone and lacking the spark that made me who I was for so many years here's an opportunity to take up or to remove or to release or to let go of you have so many options in front because. This, this shadow of a very influential figure and parent in your life is now gone, at least physically from the earth. So that's kind of where it sits. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, so when I think about it as like, was it the painful kick me while I was down end of the year? I don't actually think about mm-hmm. it like that. Mm-hmm. I actually look at it as the closure <laughs> to a really h- hard time.
1: Thanks for sharing that. You know, knowing you, I know what you mean. I think it makes sense, generally speaking, also, but I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, it's closing out this chapter and and creating space for something new to come through. And it's not always about looking on the bright side. But I think that you've, you know, this has been the hardest year, but I think you've had a couple hard years in many different ways. Um, I just want to say how much I appreciate like having this conversation right now. It's whatever time it is, probably eight at night on New Year's Eve. We're no way we're gonna make it to midnight, nor do we want to, because we need to wake up early and have a good morning. Because we love New Year's Day, we talk about that a lot, and you know, we'll do visioning and mapping and we might have friends over if we all test negative for COVID and, you know, we'll have a good time tomorrow. Tonight we sleep, but I appreciate having this conversation. So do you think it's important to set intentions and set words of the year and things like that?
0: Generally or right now?
1: Mm. Well, I'm curious if you have different answers, but yeah, generally.
0: Yeah, generally, I think it's really good. You know, it's funny. So I was uh, leading a group the other night, a men's group. And, uh, and, um, we were talking about words of the year. We were kind of doing reflections and intentions cause it was our last meeting of the year. Somebody said we were talking about words of the year and he was like, he was like, yeah, my wife's going to do, a, she's like getting into this word of the year stuff. Um, Which, by the way, it's so funny, sidebar, how popular Words of the Year are getting. Mm -hmm. um, Because you and I have been doing them ever since we've known each other. And I've been doing them almost since I was in college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I don't know where that came, where we started that. I'm not saying we came up with it. I know that we didn't, but... You know, it's, it's, I, I enjoy that seeing more and more people, but anyway, this guy was talking about that his wife was, um, but the idea of her getting into it,
1: it's like yeah, getting into like it. A, yeah. 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 She something. was,
0: was tr- kind of trendy and he was like, I don't understand like why we're picking just one word. Like why limit yourself to one word? And sounds like a four on the Enneagram. Yeah. It made me, and this relates to your question. Do I generally think it's important to have a word of the year to set intentions? I think if you look at it as just one word, you're playing the game wrong. Hmm. You know, you're you're so not. So you
1: should do mm- like me, propel pace. No, 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 no. no. Rest, you, you should pick one. Openness. W- you should pick pleasure. <laughs> ease.
0: Love. <laughs> don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. No, I mean just in the sense of like that word can take on multiple mm-hmm, different meanings. Mm-hmm. For example, the the example that I gave about my word last year, learn. Learn was something that was informing me of how I wanted to walk through the world, but I didn't know how it would influence me or I didn't know the impact that it would have on me. And I think picking a word, it forces you to have focus. So that's why I just one, you know, to like focus and place your intention in something. But at the same time, the way that you think about that word when you set the word doesn't necessarily have to be the way that the word plays out throughout the course of your year. And that's what I mean by don't limit yourself. That word could have an expansiveness to it that is unimaginable to you on January 1st. But... It could mean so many different things. It could represent so many different things. You may not feel super connected to your word one year. You may feel other connected. and so
1: What is it? Are you picking? the? Is the word come to you? Like the word comes to you because I think that it's interesting what you're talking about of it, how it unfolds. You know, you don't know. I mean, I think Propel was a little bit of a... Um, guiding light for me there you go
0: think about it like a journey like you're no, going- but,
1: but I'm, i don't think learn i think learn was a little bit of a gotcha
0: <laughs> for you potentially but it was also a guiding light mm, for me mm-hmm. you know um and that helped me through some really dark times during the year i was like i'm learning right mm, now mm-hmm. um i'm learning i'm listening i'm learning mm. and that helped me place an understanding on this on the difficult situations that I was in Mm -hmm. understanding that learn was influencing me Mm -hmm. at that time and that's why I felt very connected to it not like oh shoot I'm learning Mm -hmm. you know like these are hard lessons that I have to learn I wish I didn't pick learn Mm -hmm. Um, but, but quickly
1: do you think you changed the course of your year or you think that you were inspired by that inspired by that word like it was intuition that knew that you would need that word to keep you steady like what
0: What i do believe is that my intention sets a path and wherever your intention and your focus is those things tend to show up in your life
1: so when you're picking your your word coming up what are you using to
0: pick that word you know, I'm trusting my, uh, at the, at the primary core of it, I am trusting my intuition and my heart at the moment in which I'm setting the intention. Mm-hmm. I, and honestly, like I'm not using any sort of formula or like trying to do that. I'm, I'm really just like, like, where am I at right now? What do, what do I really want to like, at this time next year, because, you know, the year marker, even though that our time and calendar and whatever, it's all kind of made up um, besides like the seasons help us go through a year. But like, you know, this darkest time of the year from the darkest time through the lightest time back to the darkest time of the year, you know, where do I want to be again through the light season and through the through the next cycle? And um And how do I want to grow? And I just think about that. And then I let the word come to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the other day you were like, have you thought about your word? And I was like, no, uh -uh. in fact, I don't have a clue. And then I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. And it came out of the clear blue in my head. And then I've been it, it just kept coming up. The word like variations on that word kept coming out of my mouth. And it was so clear. And you know what? This is the Gemini. I'm not sure if that's my word. Uh-huh. But I have no idea what else my word would be. Uh-huh. Truly. Okay. I feel I felt so connected to it and I will say it came to me at a time when I was feeling really spiritually connected in the sense of like I was super tuned in. I was listening, I was feeling things, I was seeing synchronicities, I was tuned into other people I was connecting deeply with other people.
0: It's a good time to think of a word. Yeah, Yeah. I was,
1: I had lots of vivid dreams. I was doing a lot of journaling and reading. And then, you know, through this Christmas season, I feel like we were just sort of go, go, go and high level with family, like not getting super deep. So we were just like high level, having a good time with family. And I just, I, I lost touch with that introspective spiritual side of myself. And so now I'm, feeling kind of disconnected it's like when i tell you my word tomorrow i'm i'm like almost wondering if it's going to be a little goofy Mm, i I know you would never
0: yeah no words going to be goofy but yeah
1: this one's going to be a little goofy regardless of what you say but also i love that you've never once made me feel stupid when we like free flow words to a song or write a poem which we wrote a couple poems recently is nice or write a poem or this or that, like freaking never make me feel stupid. Like nobody's like, I mean, you know how many times people have been like, what's that mean? Or like, look at you kind of funny. And they're like, or they laugh out of awkwardness or whatever. Like you're the best. Like that has given me And I'm sure I've said this on the podcast, but that has given me so much permission to explore outside the realm of my belief and understanding in the world and myself. And it has allowed me to expand that in a way that I have met parts of myself and the world that I have never been able to meet before.
0: Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Makes me really happy to hear.
1: Mm -hmm. It's one of the many gifts you have. You never, you never shame people. That's hard, babe. People can't not, whether it's in there saying something or not saying something.
0: I guess I never thought about it like that, but I guess that's true.
1: It's like deep acceptance. I just
0: believe in, well, to me, for me, it could probably be seen as a couple things, but for me, it just seems like I'm just such a believer in, you know, positive reinforcement and unconditional support, especially for people that I love. You know, like whatever they do, I want to support that? that. Where'd you get that? I don't know. I think, I think it comes a little bit from like, that's what helps me in my life.
1: That's what helps everybody, but they don't
0: do it. I just find it easier. I find oh my it God, easy. it's
1: babe! It's so hard. You have no idea how hard it is. Well, for me, because I just people find people it easier to,
0: to like no, to like cheer people and celebrate. It's not and about love. that. I cheer Why people not?
1: on. No, 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 because it's not about that. I cheer people on, but it's really hard not to have expectations and to not try to course correct. It's really hard because everybody's thinking about how somebody else's actions are going to impact them or they think that they're thinking of the other person, but really they're just dealing with their own discomfort and their inability to see something outside of the box or to trust that somebody else's path might actually be okay. Or, and, or that they will course correct because of your positive reinforcement.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that last thing is what I strive for. You know, it's like, that's a no lot one's of ever release. no one's ever gonna no one's ever gonna like break through unless like but they're allowed to fail. But that's a lot of release and acceptance. Acceptance, you yeah. said it.
1: I feel like, and and I'm not I'm not saying I'm any good at this, but I feel like in a lot of ways with your difficult year, I have I have had to tell myself often like he's on his path, there's nothing I can do. He's on his path, there's nothing I can do. And even though your difficult year has has made sad moments and difficulties for me and has been challenging at times, like I haven't, like I've done my best not to step in. I mean, I've complained when things are upsetting to me, but I have done my best not to step in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So anyways, I thank you for that. So how do we want to wrap this? We're going to pick it up tomorrow with our words of the year.
0: I think we should each just have a couple takeaways from the year. For me, I, I, I want to really, I do want to have gratitude for this year. And the way that I want to express my gratitude for this difficult year is through motivation and inspiration going forward that's what I'm really trying to settle into going forward that was really hard I learned a lot I suffered a lot I cried a lot I was frustrated a lot I was lost a lot and that I am grateful that those experiences were a part of my world because now I can understand that that's not where I want to be I want to do everything that I can to propel myself into a new phase.
1: Mm, you piggybacking? in, you're just going to borrow it.
0: Jump on. Uh,
1: <laughs> I feel something have shifted has shifted in you. I just feel it. I feel what you're talking about with the shadow being lifted or that that relationship changing so deeply that it's something is is you know, there's space. There's a lot of left space. Yeah. Th- to fill and I feel yeah. that it's changing for you. My so ta- how about you Take Yeah, away. my takeaway from the year is basically that I have so a lot of resilience. I really felt like I lost all my resilience. And I felt completely, I would say completely incapacitated. I felt cut off at the knees when we had our baby. And I feel like I have in some ways more resilience than I had before. And not like the baby helped me grow. Just like I, I claimed something in myself and maybe I'm not wanting to give like credit to motherhood or something. I don't know. I just, I really feel like well in a very neutral way that I haven't felt before. Like it's not, I'm not riding any waves. I'm just, I'm really just doing good. And that's really important to me. And with that has come like my life is propelled and there's success and there's joy. I don't feel any extraordinary sense of greatness. Um, and I don't feel something could easily fall apart. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. And I feel excited for whatever is to come. I, I have I feel like I've gotten my my sense of of, of love of mystery back.
0: Mm, it's beautiful.
1: And that's my faith. You know, that's my faith and my spiritual connection. Yeah. I'm excited for it. For yeah. next year.
0: Mm. Thanks for sharing that. For tomorrow. For tomorrow. See you next year, babe. See ya. Love you. Thank you, Neo. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Did you know that the Reading Aloud podcast has a Patreon account? That's right. When you support this podcast through Patreon, you become a part of our Reading Aloud family. And we love our family members. At its core, this podcast is about providing insight and conversations that will support and inspire our listeners to deepen their relationships and build community through conversation. Every week, we receive meaningful feedback on how the Reading Aloud podcast has supported someone through a challenging time, and now we need your support to keep that going. Your Patreon commitment not only provides you with curated, fun, and interactive bonus content, it helps us cover the many costs of producing a podcast. Check out our Patreon link in the show notes and see which level you can commit to. And know that we thank you so much for both your listening support as well as your financial support. Now let's get back to today's conversation. All right, so since we recorded last, um, we have done our New Year's Day ceremony and um, had a really beautiful New Year's Day. I'm really glad that we didn't record a podcast on New Year's Day because it was just such a you know, that has always been a sacred day for us as we talked about. And um, it was just a really beautiful day. So but we did do our ceremony. We did talk about our words of the year. And we're excited to talk about with you all here today.
1: Yeah, I thought it was an awesome ceremony. I think there was a year or so that we missed it. And it's so valuable to go back and look at all of the years past that we have recorded down. So we make these big butcher paper visions and intentions, and we talk about intentions versus resolutions and intentions being uh, guideposts for the way that we're hoping the year unfolds. It was cool because we looked back and we have uh, in 2017, we did a one-year, five-year, 10-year plan. And it's interesting how setting those intentions didn't necessarily mean they happened that year. It meant that they started getting, like they started to grow and blossom. And intention setting is more of a letting go into the universe saying, this is what I want. And then the universe brings it in its own time. It blossoms in its own time. So we had the best day. It was awesome. It was great. And the ceremony was so beautiful. It feels like a long time since we've done something quite like that.
0: When we did that in 2017, um, and we've done it one other time and set the like five year intentions. But when we did that in 2017, we were all over the board with uh, kids and amount like our family planning. There was one in like five year that had one kid. There was another statement that had two kids. There was a there was one the in ten the ten year that had one kid. There was and. And the way I thought it was interesting that that reflected out is, you know, we have been and thank, thankfully to all of you, thanks to all of you who have been following along, you know, our fertility journey has been this roller coaster and up and down. And we didn't know where that was heading. We were just at the beginning of our infertility journey in 2017. Well, we didn't even know it was an infertility journey at that we point. Didn't we didn't know. We started an, back right. in
1: January of 2017 trying that for the first time.
0: Right, right. So, yeah, we didn't know. And, and like that those intentions like reflected that like we we have one kid now, but we really weren't picking up on like this is how many that we're setting an intention for. Or this is how many we want. Um, and it was just interesting to see how that uh, really um, transpired out into uh, those different years goals.
1: And And last year we had a intention that we would make a decision around. Having a second kid, and that one actually did happen. So, um, all right. So, do you want to share your word?
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Wait, th- these are vulnerable ones. I know. Well, this you know. Let me just say,
0: part of me. There was a point on the first when I thought that we might want to record while we were sharing them. Um, because it was kind of like that in-the-moment real and raw, but I'm glad we didn't in the end. But yeah, there's these are very vulnerable, although it feels a little easier now um, that we've already shared them with each other. So. so my word of the year for 2023 is the word OUT, O-U-T, OUT. It came to me pretty late. Uh, I was really reflecting for many days on the word RELEASE. Uh, and that really came up, you know, through my mom's passing. I had just been kind of sitting with release ever since a men's group that I had a couple weeks earlier. Yeah, it was just it was it was sitting there, and that word still feels really powerful for 2023. But in the end, it it settled. We <laughs> New Year's Eve night, we were we were jamming out to some music, and the first song that came on was Diana Ross, "I'm Coming Out," and. And what this means for me personally was, and and when when that when that song came on, I was like, out. That's it. That's it. That's my word as out, because I feel like I have been on this inward journey for um, the past several years, uh, and and that's been really good, and it's also been really hard in a lot of ways. You know, I've struggled with some depression. I've struggled with, um, you know, feeling down. I've struggled with finding myself, and that really translated out into a very difficult year in twenty twenty two. And so this year, I want to put the intention out there of being outward, of putting myself out there, of of getting out of my own way, of getting out of my own head, of being outward in my communication and my leadership and um, all the ways that that I know I can be out there. And it just felt right. It felt like that the focus on outward expression was what I needed to put intention into this year.
1: This may happen to me every year, but I felt emotional and touched when you said that. I was like, wow, that is such a good word. And and I think part of it is that I'm just excited for you on, the, on what really feels like the, and I, again, we talked about a lot of this on the first part of the podcast, but excited for you on what really feels like you stepping into a new place. I can, it's just more than I've felt in a long time and believing that things are really transforming for you right now and have been over the past month and will into the next year.
0: Great. Yeah. Well, it just, you know, I think it felt right. It feels like a word too. I'll just say this quickly. It feels like a word too that I can that pushes me a little bit. Um so I think some words push and some words don't it feels like a word also that is expansive in the way of it could mean many different things um and I don't it doesn't it pushes me but it doesn't also limit me Mm, and and combine me exactly doesn't box me in and so I really yeah really I'm you know I feel blessed that it came to me like that and um here we go 2023 so how about you my dear
1: Uh, So my word of the year is magician. Mm. Yeah. How do I even explain that? Because I want to keep some of it to myself because I don't really want to put out too much in the world about like what that's going to look like. And I think in part because it's about the mystery of life. It's about the unknown. It's a very faithful word of the magic and mystery that happens um, and the unknowns and being Totally fine with the unknowns. I, you know, I feel like I'm really tuned in in a deep way, not to know things, but to be deeply connected to, I don't know how else to say it, to the mystery of life. And that's a place where I feel really comfortable when I am in a faithful place. So, And how do I get to a faithful place? How do I connect spiritually is through journaling, through reading together, reading our poetry and our spiritual readings and by being in introspection and contemplation. Mm. And so when I think about this word of the year, I think about being in that faithful space more often and that that really connects me to the magic.
0: Mm. I love the way that you are able to make that connection there between faith and magic. And I think that's really special and powerful and unique in a lot of ways, Uh, even unfortunately unique, because I think that, you know, faith is associated with this a little bit more like dogmatic religious approach and magic is associated a little bit more with a you know, call it like mythic, spiritual kind of, uh, um, yeah, more pagan type of spirituality. And yet at the same time, what is there stopping it to be both? And I love that you're, and you know, we are, we are faithful people. Um, we are also magical people and both of those can coexist and actually complement each other. And you're, translation of that i i think it's really special and it's it's really exciting too um and it's it's an amazing word
1: yeah thanks and it's really all i have to say about it is just that i'm connected to the mystery and that i am
0: You'll leave it at that. You'll leave it at the mystery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. But that, that, but that I, that I am going to be connected to the mystery because you know, the mystery and the unknown is a very scary place for a lot of people. And it can be a scary place for me if I'm in that, the busy mindset of um, and not connecting into myself and my spiritual world. It can feel like everything's very superficial and lost and decisions can be harder to make. So I just stay in that deeper place and then I am comfortable with whatever will be.
0: Mm, mm, mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, mm. here goes well, for the word of the year.
0: Yeah. What's, what percentage would you say that we are connected to our words this well, year?
1: You said you thought about it every day. Day well that way, was in 2022,
0: but I've had previous years, but I've had previous years where I haven't hardly thought about it at all.
1: I think and I've had years where I forgot my word. I think that last year I was really connected to my word as well and I think there's just an evolution for us about the importance of setting intention. I think we our rituals and our ceremonies get deeper, our connection to our words get deeper, our connection to our intentions get deeper. So I think that we're going to be pretty connected. I know I I feel that I will.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I I also agree. And I think one thing that is important for us is, you know, the more intentional and, and, um, connective the ceremony around setting those intentions, um, the, the greater connection we will have to them. Yeah. And so, you know, this year was really strong and really good. And, um, I think that that will translate out into us feeling more connected to our words. That's my prediction.
1: And that I think that we, uh, both of ours are related to action. If you were to forget your word, you could easily go back into the comfortable space of being in that internal place and not not externally focused. And for me, if I don't do what I need to do to stay spiritually connected, I'll also lose connection to the mystery and the magic.
0: Yep. All right.
1: Mm. All right. I'm excited. I'm
0: excited too love you babe love you
1: thanks you all for listening and participating we always have a great time with you
0: and if you enjoy the podcast please go online and rate review share this with your friends this is the way that we build this community yeah all right bye. bye.